Welcome to Set the Hook with Pat Rose, coming to you from the farm here in Dade County, Georgia, at the foot of Lookout Mountain, Forester Sister Country, if you will. Uh, man, going to have a good show today, Jason. We got a new board. Tell us about it. Yeah, we do. We, we have a brand new board, and you've thrown me completely for a loop doing this <laughs> live stuff like this. You know I don't normally do right, this look, live. Look, if we're going to pay top dollar, man, we need to have top dollar sound. Well, that's you know true. What I mean, that's... I even want sound effects, man. Well, you'll start to have to hoot and holler. And so go... we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out and get that on there, and we got to go visit that guy that's going to get us on YouTube. That's bro. right. Well, let's get the National Anthem really quick. All right. <laughs> Set the hook of Pat Rose. Man, let me introduce our first guest. He is Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, winner of this past weekend's tournament on Okeechobee, Tyler Rivet. Tyler, welcome to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. Did I say your name right? Yes, that's it. <laughs> Perfect, brother. Uh, now, I'm going to say this right out of the gate. Me being a professional wrestler for 15 years, wrestled all over this country and most parts of the world. When you did the Hulk Hogan thing and ripped your jersey off, you got a pop from me, brother. You're over from you're over at this house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah. That was bad, man. That was bad. Now let me ask you something. Now, 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 was it in your mind to do that? Well, uh, it was more of uh, Dave Mercer kind of egging it on. <laughs> I'm pretty bad with uh, peer pressure. I, I do a lot of stuff if somebody says just do it. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Good set of arms, too. Are you in the gym every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I try to be. That's my main deal is to uh, get off the water, and go to the gym, and stay healthy. And kind of it helps me get my mind right and everything. It's like my my happy place, I guess, out off the water. Like I just get out there and forget about the fishing and just go lift some weights and refresh everything and start new tomorrow that's good man do you do a lot of cardio <laughs> um sure <laughs> i do the cardio standing up all day in the boat i heard that brother but uh, i do do it like in the gym I'll, I'll do a little bit here and there and um <laughs> It's abs, mostly, every other day. See, I've never done abs, man. That's why no. I've got to be. I do that so I could eat all the honey buns and stuff. Oh, I heard that, buddy. I heard that. <laughs> hey, man, congratulations, man. Uh, great win. Great win. Thank you. Well, Thank you. I, I just never thought it would happen, you know. You always dream about it, and just it just always falls apart every tournament, you know, like something happens, and this one just everything went right man it was your time brother it was your time 
right. how did uh, how did, how was practice? Let's go to practice first. How was practice on Okeechobee? It was it was okay. Like I thought I would just do okay, and uh, the first day is actually when I found those fish, and I was actually just going in the river to just get out the wind and right. go catch some uh, sockeye or crappie. Yeah. And I turned the live scope on and was catching probably 20 crappie or so and um, looked up toward the bank and seen some hard spots and looked like some bass sitting on them and threw one up there. First cast called a six pounder. Ooh. And I'm like, okay. So I went down a little further, did the same thing with like almost a five and uh, did it like three or four more times going down. So I was like, okay, this is like something that probably won't hold up. It's just probably the way the conditions are right now, but. I might as well come check it, and that's what I did first thing that uh, tournament morning went over there. Same thing happened when you hit it tournament morning? So when I went there the first morning, uh, I had two for about three pounds, and I was sitting there for a little while, and uh, nothing really happened, and I was about to leave, and I made one more cast and caught a six-pounder, and then uh, went put that in the live well and then turned around. Caught another, caught one, almost five. And uh, after that, I had four fish, and I had about the weight that I wanted, about 14 pounds. So that was just with four. So I was like, well, I'll just stay here all day and catch my fifth one and see what happens. So I stayed there and caught 24 pounds. Wow. Wow. 24 pounds, day one. All right. Going into day two, I mean, how do you stay – What's my question here? How do you stay excited? Okay, you're you you just weighed in twenty four pounds day one. Here we go day two. How's your mindset? Do you go back um, to where you were? Uh, do you make a move, or how does that work, Tyler? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I had really like my plan was to go fish in the lake in this a couple of areas I had where I had some three pound males, and I figured the big females were coming. But I just ended up never leaving the river the whole tournament because wow. I went back there the second morning and uh, went back there first off and caught a three pound or a small one and then like that whole day was just my best day ever of fishing. I had almost really? thirty pounds. Golly! And I mean, I had my biggest fish was six and a half and my smallest was five. So day two, you couldn't do nothing wrong. Now we're I at, couldn't do anything wrong. Now we're at the weigh-in scale. Um, weighing in, was you in first place going into the final day? Final day, I was in third place. Going out that morning, was it in your mind, that gun, maybe I can win this thing? It was. Uh, it was a close race. We were like, I think I was a pound and a half back. Oh, and, cool. um, I mean, that's nothing in Florida. Yeah. And I just, I was just looking at their weights and what we, what I needed and, he, uh, Steve was pretty consistent and Clark was pretty consistent with their weights. So, uh, I just figured I needed at least like 25 pounds to be safe, like to be even pushing it, like to might be tying. And, uh, as the day went on, like it just got tougher and tougher. Like I caught him pretty good early. I had, I didn't know what I had. Like I, I had four fish for a while until probably about one o'clock or so, or, or not even about lunch. And uh, I just stayed at it, and I just kept thinking, like, you know what? It is pretty tough out there. Like, maybe I just need about 23 pounds or maybe 22. Like, I think that's uh, – it just – I had that knot in my stomach, you know? Yeah. Where you just – you know you need that one more fish. Yeah. And uh, I just kept adding, kept adding, and I was at 19 pounds oh, – uh, 18-something. And uh, – or I forgot. I don't even know what I had the last day, but – uh. It was, uh, I just know I needed that one fit. I had a two pound, two, two pounders in there. I know I needed a four pounder to kind of four or five pounder to kind of seal the deal. I felt like, and, uh, just went, the only thing that gave me hope is about an hour and a half, uh, left of the day, Brandon Cobb come running in the river past me and he just gave me the thumbs down. And Mm. it was basically a four way show. Basically it was out of me, Cobb clark or steve in a way because we were just ahead of everybody yeah and so i was like all right well that's one and then uh i was just like well maybe the lake just was tough and as i kept going down the lake uh the river i see more and more people kind of 
piling into the river and I was like, okay, maybe that lake is pretty bad. And I'm going to have a shot. And then at that time I had a couple more camera boats showing up right at the end of the day. And right. Uh, just, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> when I, I, I just, I still didn't think I had it for sure. I, I knew I was like one fish away. Oh man. That's great. That's great. Hey, uh, Tyler, you got time to hang on one more segment? Yeah, yeah. All right. You've been listening to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. We'll be right back. Need to buy a new prop? Need your prop repair? Call Dan's Prop Shop. With over 30 years of experience, Dan's Prop Shop specializes in stainless steel propeller repair and modifications. Located at 11238 Dayton Pike in Soddy Daisy, just off Highway 27 at the Higson Pike exit. Visit Dan's Prop Shop on the web at dansproptop.com or call 1-877-332-9002. That's 1-877-332-9002. Hey, folks. This is Boyd Duckett, owner of Duckett Fishing, the home of Micro Magic, Macro Magic, White Ice, and Ghost Series of Rods. The finest series of micro guided fishing rods ever made on the planet. Our original Micro Magic rods are the first line of production rods to utilize the latest in micro guide technology. Ultra light yet durable rods that are perfectly balanced and super sensitive. Visit DuckettFishing.com or just call the office toll free 888-603-0005. Gemini Sports Marketing, the premier maker of tournament jerseys, hoodies, and accessories for bass fishing and other sports. You want to look like a pro bass angler? Contact Gemini Sports Marketing. Go online, g2gemini.com. That's g2gemini.com. For the easy-to-order system, Gemini Sports Marketing, number one in the bass fishing industry. Go to g2gemini.com today. Hey, this is Pat Rose, Island Cove Outdoor Center and Island Cove Marina, located a short drive up Highway 58 in Harrison, your Nitro and Tracker Aluminum Boats dealer. Lake Chickamauga is one of the hottest lakes for bass fishing in the country, and Nitro Bass Boats are one of the hottest boats around. The price is right, the boat is right, and our lake is hot. Island Cove is committed to finding you the right boat for your needs. Island Cove Outdoor Center, your authorized Tracker Boats dealer. Welcome back to Seth the Hook with Pat Rose. We're talking to Bassmaster Elite Series champion uh, this past weekend on Lake Okeechobee, Tyler Rivet. Tyler, got to ask you, man, did you have family down there? Was uh, any of your, you know, mom, dad, wife, I don't know if you're married or not, or were they there? Oh, yeah. I, I, have, a, I have a girlfriend, and she actually flew up that, that day. And uh, she took off of work to try to hurry up and get over there. She got there probably an hour before way uh-huh. in. And, uh, but my mom and stepdad were there, too. Oh, and, very uh, cool, They man. They try to come to almost every tournament. And uh, my dad, he, he works offshore. He wasn't able to make it. But, I mean, I got a big family, and they're, they like to party, and they like to, <laughs> I guess, support me in a way. So they if they get the chance to go, they all trying to come. Oh, that's great, man. All right, um, today was the, I guess, last day of practice on uh, Seminole? Yes, today was the last day. How'd it go? What are you looking for? Um, it's it's tough. It's tougher than what I thought. Just uh, It's just a bad practice for me, I guess. I just wasn't really into it. Just kind of phone blowing up and just, uh, you know, just still thinking about everything. But at the same time, I know I need to do good to keep the AOI points up and make that classic next year. So I can't bomb any tournaments. Heck yeah. Talking about the classic, it's in Knoxville this year. Are you going to be there? I'll be fishing it. Oh, very good, brother. Very good, man. Oh, yeah. Now, Seminole. Let's go back to Seminole. Starts tomorrow morning. 
What do you think you got going on? Have you got a set pattern, or do you do you have a set pattern when you uh, when you go out on the first morning? Um, I did normally do, but right now it's more of a, a wing it deal and just trash fishing for the most part. Just throwing out whatever looks good, throw at this, do this, and uh, they're not really grouped up like I thought they would be. So you catch one or two fish here, and you got to move and go to another spot, you know. Yeah, I know we're in uh, we're next to Chattanooga, Tennessee, about twenty minutes from Chattanooga, and it's hot. It's hot up here. Is it hot down there today? Oh yeah, it's about. It should have been about eighty degrees or so, but the wind's blowing at about thirty miles an hour all day. So uh, it was pretty hard to fish for sure. What kind of water temp are you looking at? Um, anywhere from let me think, from like fifty-eight to 66 i seen oh okay okay so i mean i found a few old beds but they're they're in popular areas that are just going to get hammered tomorrow and right uh, i'm both like 57 or something like that and uh, i know i wouldn't get there first anyway so i'm gonna just go hit some stuff first now tyler have you had the opportunity to uh to fish uh chickamauga and and maybe gunnersville Oh yeah, Gunnersville is my favorite lake. <laughs> and uh, actually, at Chickamauga, I went up there in June one year just to go pre-fish because we were going in the fall that COVID year. And uh, yeah, actually, that was the only other day in my life I caught twenty-nine pounds. But it was just messing around. Got you, man. I had two nine-pounders that day. You're kidding. Oh, yeah. It was like the first week they pulled offshore. Nobody was out there. Every spot that looked good was loaded with fish. Oh, it was my God. Awesome. That's... And I was just by myself out there. Oh, my God. Having a ball. That's great, man. That's great. But Gunnersville's uh, my favorite. <laughs> you oh. could punch frog. You could do deep fishing. You could do whatever you want 24-7 on that lake, and you could catch them. Now, do you, do you like a topwater frog talking about frogs? Oh yeah, I Man. love it. That's when I was kind of in college and growing up, and that was my and just fishing tournaments by my house. Like my two favorite things was punching and frog, and I figured if I'd ever make the elite series, it was because of that. And uh, now I actually barely get to throw a frog in it because just the places we go. But um, no, that's that's one of my favorite deals, especially down south. Like you keep a punching rod and a frog rod in your hand all day, you'll win a tournament. Oh, got you, buddy. Hey, Tyler, if you would, um, how, mention to our uh, listeners how we can keep up with Tyler Rivet and uh, hit your sponsors as well. This is your time. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm uh, Tyler Rivet Fishing on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, just uh, I'll post what I can. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not the best with it, <laughs> especially like after this. I just I haven't. I've got three, over 300 messages I haven't even looked at on my phone yet, but uh, I'm just trying to do better with it for sure. It's uh, especially now that I want, <laughs> I got to prove that I'm good, you know. But that, and I mean, just everybody that helps me out. And, you know, I lost my title deal this year right before Christmas. So that's why I got TR fishing on my boat and truck and my uh, jersey, just because uh, I'm doing it myself this year, you know. And, and uh, I mean, I got it to where, like, if anything ever comes along, I could do something. But uh, my main two would be hook and excite baits, and well, three, I'd say, in Dakota Lithium. They're like my second, uh, second titles, and they all help me. I mean, every which way, they all help every tournament day. And I mean, exactly. if you put all those together, it it works out for sure. And uh, I actually got on with a new rod company this year, and I mean, we're going good and. They're honestly some really awesome rods. <laughs> like I don't know how else to say it. They, they if I'd have lost any of them fish come to uh, the past tournament, I wouldn't have won. So that new that uh, jerkbait rod they got is key for sure because it was able to keep them hooks in and not pull them out. So that and then uh, I got powerful Garmin hooking bullet sunglasses. They're pretty awesome. They uh they work for sure. They're not as expensive as the other glasses, and they're just as good. Hey, Tyler, what uh, what is the your rod company? What's the name of the rod company? F5. F5 rods. rods. F-Rod. 
yeah, five rods, and uh, I was using the Ghost Code series, and we're actually about to start. We're about to come out with a signature series that we're making. Very cool, man. Very cool, buddy. All right, man. Uh, couple more. One, maybe one more question. This is going to be about the classic. What's going to be going on uh, at the Bassmasters Classic in Knoxville? Uh, fishing wise, yes. Oh, probably they're going to be probably coming up shallow a little bit, and then uh, they're going to be starting to spawn, I guess. But I mean, I'm pretty. I got pretty decent at live scoping, so I'll try to find a few things doing that. I'm sure you could always catch them doing it over there, but uh, we'll see. I'm I'm pumped for it. I'm ready. I wish it really wasn't at Knoxville, just because my our two years ago, whenever we did go, I didn't do too good. So, but I'm I'm you know I'm turning it around. I think I'm gonna do good this year. Heck yeah, buddy. Heck yeah. Uh, well, like I said, man, you know, doing the shirt gimmick. That popped. I loved it. <laughs> I started <laughs> laughing. I said, what the heck? I love it. But uh, oh, yeah. now you know every time you win, you're, gonna have, you're stuck with that now, right? Oh, I'll definitely tear a jersey for a win. <laughs> Tyler, it's been a hoot talking to you, brother. I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you all for having me, man. I appreciate it. All right, you be safe out there on that road. Good luck in the morning. All right, thank you. All right, man. All right, Tyler Rivet. Man, cool. Good dude, man. Good dude. I, I'm going to tell you, I've got a heart for the people of Louisiana. I love that place, man. I love the food. I, I love that place. That I, was the first time I've ate shrimp and, and uh, what is it, etouffee or whatever. <laughs> However you say it. But anyway, the, the Louisiana people are sweet. I love them to death. I love well, them to death. I just like Louisiana in general. And, you know, the the, the food, like you just said, that was amazing. And uh, anytime you want to go down there and just eat, let me know. I'll go with you. And we were talking about Thibodeau, and, and that's not knocking the people of Thibodeau. No. They love their wrestling. They get into it. They'll fight you in a heartbeat. They'll follow you back from the ring. We've had to fight our way out of there numerous times with the <laughs> cops and the whole deal. And they're good people, man. They just love their pro wrestling. Well, that's you know what I mean. But that's great though that to see the community involvement and you know being that excited about the sport. You sure. know that's that's always a sure, wonderful thing. Man. You know, growing up really quick, and we got to go to commercial here in a second. But growing up really quick, my grandfather would take us to. Uh, in Winchester, Tennessee, they would do the wrestling where they would come out to the parking lot and set up the ring and everything. And man, they would get into it. Just watch the, oh, the yeah, locals man. come through, you know? So that's always cool to see things like that. I miss those days, man. Yeah. If I, I could go too. back to be 15, 16 again, it'd be great. I would have, I would have been like Jimmy Cornette and say my first dollar. He's got his first dollar he ever made in the wrestling business hung up. You know what I mean? Really? On the, on the wall, framed and hung up on the wall. That's awesome. But anyway, we ready to go? Let's go. You've been listening to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. We'll be right back with Major League Fishing Bass Pro Mark Davis after this. Reese Tire Service, 46, Lake Wanda Reed Road, Somerville, Georgia. Give them a call at 706-857-1566. At Reese Tire Center, we provide new tires to customers in Somerville, Chattanooga, Rome, and surrounding areas. Visit our website at ReeseTireService.com and use the Consumer Tire Guide to learn more about tires. Reese Tire handles all brands at great prices. Tell them, Pat. That rose sent you. Kudzu Cub, Gunnersville's hidden treasure. Looking for a nice place to get away for the weekend or stay as long as your heart desires? Kudzu Cub Rental Cabins is the place for you. The rustic design of these cabins make you feel like life has slowed down for at least a few days. There's plenty of boat trailer parking with electric hookups. Ask for their 10% discount for military, police, and emergency responders. Visit Kudzu Cove at kudzucove.com or call Lakelands Limited at 265-5759. Make sure you mention Set the Hook with Pat Rose sent you. Nothing stops 
lifts your boat faster and holds it more securely than power pole shallow water anchors. Now there's a new power pole anchor that's just the right size for aluminum boats. Introducing the Power Pole Micro. This compact powerhouse is an all-electric spike driver unit that holds boats up to 1,500 pounds and works with any 3-4 inch spike. You get the quick, quiet operation just like our standard anchors, but at the size and price that's right for your boat. To see the new Micro and find a dealer near you, go to power-pole.com. Hey, this is Pat Rose from Set the Hook. The Barn Nursery, 1801 East 24th Street Place, I-24 at the 4th Avenue exit, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Store hours Monday to Sunday, 10 to 6. Visit the award-winning Barn Nursery, Chattanooga. For all your flowers and plant needs, they have it all. In-season Christmas trees and decorations. Fresh and beautiful flowers coming in weekly. Come see an amazing selection and truly wonderful customer service. Tell them Pat Rose sent you. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Set the Hook with Pat Rose, man. Uh, Tyler Rivett, good interview. It was a great good interview. Good win on Okeechobee. Uh, let me introduce to you one of my favorite anglers of all time. Been following this guy a long time. I've watched his kids grow up, and they're all adults now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of my favorite anglers, 1995 Bassmasters Classic World Champion, Mark Davis. Mark, welcome to Set the Hook. How are you, man? I'm good, Pat. How you doing? I'm doing good. Now, let me ask you this. How's Mount, Mount Ida, Arkansas? Well, I haven't seen it in a while, but <laughs> I think everything's good there. There's not much changes in Mount Island, I'll tell you. Uh, let me ask you something, Mark. You being from that part of the country, uh, is 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 there really a Black Oak, Arkansas? Well, there was an old rock band named that. Dead gum right there was, Jim Dandy and the boys. But I, is there really a town called Black Oak? You know, you know, Pat, if there is, I don't know of it. Yeah. Okay. But I don't. I don't know of it, but there probably is. But I, I don't know of it. And we were talking. I mentioned in the uh, in the introduction, man. Your kids have grown up. Is everybody out of the house now? We have emptiness syndrome. Well, Fisher, one of the twins, is still in college, so I, you know he he's not across the line yet. But Hunter, his brother, yep. twin brother, yeah. He has bought a home, and he has a career. Oh, he 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 has officially moved out, and uh, of course, my oldest is thirty-two, so he's definitely up and gone. But, what was uh, his name, Mark? James. That's it. That's yep. it. I seen him when he was a baby. Where were we at? Up near Knoxville, somewhere. Yeah, because I come up there to see Steve Daniel, and and I don't right. I don't remember where it was. My Lord, Mark, we've been doing this a long time, ain't we? We've been doing it for a long time. This is my thirty seventh year on tour. Thirty seventh. Got to ask you this: What's your thoughts on uh, KVD retiring? Well, thank God, you know, one has to retire <laughs> at some point. I'm sure Kevin, with the career he's had, why not retire? Yeah. Why your health? Why you've got good health? And I'm sure he's not going to just go sit in a rocking chair. I mean, he's going to work <laughs> at something. But he he's probably tired uh, of touring and and traveling and and all the hustle and bustle. And it it gets harder every year, you know. Uh, traffic gets a little worse. And it's just it just gets harder and harder every year. So I I can certainly understand. Why, why Kevin would retire. And Kevin's a little younger than I am. I'm 59. I'm going to guess Kevin's 54 or 5. I'm, that's just a guess. But yeah. It, yeah, he, he's done everything that you could possibly do in the sport. And, uh, you know, why not retire? Heck yeah, man. Mark, it's fishing time, brother. Good, good, uh, good start to the season. Second place on Kissimmee. Uh, what were the fish doing, man? How'd you catch your fish? I caught my fish, uh, fishing slow, Texas style, uh, you know, Strike King Ocho, just casting around. Uh, some of the fish were still 
I think getting ready to spawn, I, I felt like the spawn was about halfway over down there. Uh-huh. But we had this new moon coming on, and uh, I felt like there were a few new ones moving up and moving in and, and, and getting around some of those bedding areas. And that, that's what I was doing to catch them. And, of course, I know guys call them a lot of different ways, but most of the most of the fish were caught on a worm, you know, of some sort. Mark, if you would, we got a lot of high schoolers that listen to our show here in Dade County and, and Ringo and, and just around Chattanooga. What does a new moon mean? What does it mean for the fish? How do they react to that new moon? Well, a new moon, you know, of course, the, the full moon is the big, that's the moon that, that you get the most movement on. But then, you know, two weeks after full, you know, it starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Right. When that moon is is at its smallest, there is one night that it is the new moon. And it and it's you you get a little bit of a sliver of of moon. Of course the you know, it starts coming up at a different time. So yeah, it, it is a it is a rotation in the moon phase and it, it is it, it it can be equally as important as the as a full moon, and a lot wow. of people don't they don't realize that because uh-huh. they don't pay a lot of attention to it. But yeah, new moon can be can be can be really you know you've got to really watch it, especially around the spawn. Uh, you've usually got some spawning activity, or if you're a, a deer hunter, I know a lot of times you've got some good some good rut activity on the new moon. So it's, it's something to keep, keep your eye on. Mark, man, you mentioned deer. I got to tell you my story, buddy. I was, uh, I was getting off work. I work night shift. So I was getting off work about seven o'clock. Never in my life have I hit a dog. Oh, it broke my heart. But anyway, I was leaving work and kaboom, I hit a dog. Bless his heart. And I kept on going, and here I am, I come home, I go to bed, I go to sleep, I'm ready to go to work, I'm going down Highway 11, what do I do? I look up, and I blast a deer. Bless his oh. heart, man. That's the first time I've ever done that in my life. Hey, it happens, they'll run right out in front of you. God, you ain't lying. Now, yeah. if, if I would have had a deer hunter with me, we could have got the deer and got us some jerky, you know what I mean? Yeah, that usually don't work out very good, though, <laughs> Yeah, I had a buddy of mine one time hit a deer and took it to the processor thinking, oh, yeah, well, this processor, he wouldn't process it, you know, because it was bruised. Yeah. He got back about maybe 10 pounds of meat from this deer. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, of course, uh-huh. the processor had to explain to him, you know, well, when you hit a deer, unfortunately, they're not very good to eat. Well, I'll be yeah. darned. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Is the tournament, stage two tournament, start in the morning? No. Our, our next tournament is a Red Crest Championship, and that is uh, about, a, about a, 10 days away. And, and I'm on Lake uh, uh, Murray in South Carolina. And the only reason I'm on Lake Murray is because we do have a tournament here. I think that would be stage three, and it's not off limits. So I can fish ah. it until the end of February. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to drive all the way back to Arkansas and turn around and come all the way back to the East Coast. So I'm just kind of hanging out here. Me and, in fact, Tilly, I, I, put, I took her to Charlotte. She flew home yesterday, and it's just being the two puppies in the RV and uh, do a little fishing. Oh, I've that... had the worst run of bad luck. I tell you, I, of course, you know, I got, I got, I got beat out in that tournament. Chris beat me on the last cast. Oh my Lord. And won the tournament. And I wound up second. I let it all day. His last cast, he, he, he jumped me by nine or 10 ounces and won. Then, I, of course, I have two tow vehicles because I tow a camper with a one-ton, and I tow a boat with a three-quarter ton. Okay. And, of course, Tilly drives the, drives the one pulling the boat. And I get to South Carolina, and both vehicles breaks down. Oh, Lord. Here I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I got one of them. 
my newer one's fixed, but the, my big one ton is still in the shop. So it, we we've just had a little run of bad luck. But I, you know, think about bad luck. I'll have to go ahead and get it all over. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to get all that, get all that bad luck out of the way, and then uh, when we go to Red Chris, hopefully the the sun will shine and fish will bite, and things will straighten out. Heck but, yeah. yeah! Hey, Mark, yeah. you you got time to hang on one more segment with us? Yeah. All right, you've been listening to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. We'll be back with more Mark Davis after this. Whether you're a tournament fisherman, weekend warrior, or occasional angler, VRXFishing.com has products that protect your gear and keep your rods from tangling. They are best known for the very popular rod glove fishing rod sleeves, featuring tapered tips, 20 great colors, multiple size availability, and 100% made in North America. And now, VRXFishing.com offers more great glove products, including the real glove, the bait glove, rod glove wraps, and the rod glove saver. See VRXFishing.com for all your rod glove needs. That's VRXFishing.com. Hey, this is Pat Rose of Set the Hook. Want some good Mexican food? Visit my friends at Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the square in Trenton, Georgia. Make the short drive from Chattanooga and surrounding areas and have some authentic Mexican food. Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the square in Trenton, Georgia. Wired to Fish is the number one bass fishing website in the world. With over 300,000 hits a month on the Internet, Wired to Fish brings you more bass fishing info and reviews than any other website. Don't forget to enter their contest. It's simple to enter and fun to play. Visit Wired to Fish now at wiredtofish.com. That's wired, the number two, fish.com. The Real Deal Home Store, 315 North Main Street, Lafayette, Georgia. Great prices on collegiate merchandise such as personalized home decor to order. We make floral arrangements by hand and will make what your heart desires. Great prices on cemetery floral arrangements as well. We even have tools, tarps, tie-downs, and a big selection of hitches and accessories. The Real Deal Home Store, Lafayette, Georgia. Call 706-639-3310 or make the short trip to Lafayette, Georgia. Need to buy a new prop? Need your prop repaired? Call Dan's Prop Shop. With over 30 years of experience, Dan's Prop Shop specializes in stainless steel propeller repair and modifications. Located at 11238 Dayton Pike in Soddy Daisy, just off Highway 27 at the Hickson Pike exit. Visit Dan's Prop Shop on the web at dansproptop.com or call 1-877-332-9002. That's 1-877-332-9002. Hey folks, this is Boyd Duckett, owner of Duckett Fishing, the home of Micromagic, Macromagic, White Ice, and Ghost Series of Rods. The finest series of micro-guided fishing rods ever made on the planet. Our original Micromagic rods are the first line of production rods to utilize the latest in micro-guide technology. Ultra-light yet durable rods that are perfectly balanced and super sensitive. Visit DuckettFishing.com or just call the office. Toll free, 888-603-0. 0005. Gemini Sports Marketing, the premier maker of tournament jerseys, hoodies, and accessories for bass fishing and other sports. You want to look like a pro bass angler? Contact Gemini Sports Marketing. Go online, g2gemini.com. That's G, the number two, gemini.com. For the easy-to-order system, Gemini Sports Marketing, number one in the bass fishing industry. Go to G, the number two, gemini.com today. Welcome back to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. We're talking to Major League Fishing Bass Pro Mark Davis. Mark did, uh, now, MLF went back to five fish limits. Is that, is that okay with you, or did you get used to the just catch them all day? I don't care what they want to do. I, I mean, uh, I think for the for the viewer, uh, the every fish counts was more exciting, but personally I, I, I personally i don't care I, in, in fact a lot of the younger guys wanted it back to five i always said all along it should be 10 
because 10 is, you know, numbers are still important. Yeah. But, but yet, you know, you're still fishing for a limit and then you fish for big ones and it's a little bit more like what, you know, everyone else is doing. But they want to do five, so we're doing five and, you know, five's fine. That's, that's, it, don't, it, really don't, it really don't matter to me. I got yeah. you, buddy. Any of your kids, Hunter Fisher uh, or James, did, did any of them uh, like bass fishing? Did you see maybe a pro coming up up there, or they just how they? Yeah, Fisher. Fisher's the only one. Uh, of course, he Fisher's going to, to East Texas Baptist, and he's on the fishing team, and he's fishing. And a poor guy, he a guy hit him and and. Uh, Totaled his boat. Oh no! Back back in the winter, and of course he's without a boat now. But they've got team. They've got school boats, so he's he's not like he can't go fishing. But uh, yeah, he 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 wants to fish. I think he would like to fish professionally. But you know, hey, I don't encourage him, nor do I discourage him. Right. I just let it. You know, I, 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 he he's he's grown up with me, so he knows how hard it is. He knows what he's up against. If that's something he wants to try to do, hey, I'll help him try to do it. But it's uh, it's tough. I mean, you know, I started a long time ago, back in the '80s, and it was it was tough then. But nowadays, it's really hard to get started. There's so many, you know, so many guys trying to get into it and everything. It's uh, you know, I don't know. Mark, let me. I'll let, I'll let him make his own mind up about that. Gotcha. Let me ask you this. And and I try to ask all the the guys that's been in the sport a long time this. As far as uh, you know, getting ready for a tournament, how do you do your research now? Do you go mostly off what you you know what you feel, or do you actually you know look at uh, Google Earth and 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 does uh, the Weather Channel still come into play like it did back in the day? What I do pretty much is I, the main thing I want to look at is what the weather's going to be the next week and what it's been in the past week. So I want to I want the, the, the history of the weather, and I want to know the future of the weather. And, and I take that into consideration along with the time of the year and then, you know, lake levels and all the conditions. And then I come up with a – an idea or two that what the fish should be doing. Uh-huh. That doesn't they're going, that doesn't mean they're going to be doing it. But I'm I'm usually in the ballpark, and then the rest of it you just have to put it together out there on the water. But yeah, I look at Google Earth, I study maps, and and a lot of that comes you know after you spend a day on the water because you'll spend a day on the water and you'll you'll see something or you'll find something or and then you want to find more of it. Uh-huh. Or you want to look want to look at places that are similar to it, and uh, try to expand on it. And that's, uh, but you know, research way you know advanced research. I don't do a lot of it. I mean, I try to have my tackle ready, and, and I want to be organized when I get there. And and that's that's how I stay prepared. And then everything you know, if you if you if you think about it, you can overthink it. Right. You need to do everything current, and, and you know that's just like. You know, pre-fishing uh, can really hurt you, you know, especially if you're way out in advance. Like, I'm over here at Murray right now, and I'm just, I'm just looking at the lake. I hadn't been on Murray in 20 years, and just kind of learn, learned it all over again, looking at it, island around. But, you know, as far as, you know, you go in there and catch a bunch of fish, well, 30 days from now, them fish might be 10 miles from there. So uh, you got to be careful about, you can over, certainly you can overthink it, and you and you've got to make sure whatever you're doing is current. I think the most, if I could say one thing to a, to a young angler, especially city city had a lot of high school guys listening, the most important thing in a tournament is to fish the current conditions of the day. You know, if it's a bright bluebird day and the wind's not blowing, don't even get a spinner bait out of the box. Now. There are exceptions, but not very often. Yeah. Fish, fish the conditions. And uh, that is the most, that, that's probably the most important thing that 
you have to, and I still, you know, you'll have something going that's so good, but the conditions are, are, are dead set against it. And it's hard and I don't want to pick it up and do it, but it's, you need to always fish the conditions. You know, if it's a bright day, you know, you're going to have to fish with something. You're going to have to fish with a worm or a jig or a grub or a tube or a, you know, something like that. You know, you're not going to catch them on a spare bait. But on the other hand, when the, on the, and on the other side of that, you know, when the wind's blowing and it's cloudy, you probably don't want to drag a worm around. Right. You know, you want to pick up that, want to pick up that moving bait and fish those, fish the current conditions. That's, I see so many people that struggle with that, but uh, that, that's the best advice I can give someone. Wow, that's good. Thank you, sir, for that. That's great. That's great. Oh, Lord, that's good. Anyway, all right, where do we uh, where do we head next, uh, Mark? Lake Norman. Lake Norman, Oklahoma. I haven't been there. Haven't been there in about twenty five years either. Now, so, well, you know, Norman, go ahead, Norman has changed a lot. I, I was just going to say, I know Norman has changed it. Uh, bass used to go there a lot way back in the, in the, in the late eighties and early nineties. And it was a large mouth only. And there, were, there weren't any spotted bass in there to amount to anything in those days. Now there's a lot of spotted bass. The lake has herring in it. Used to be this shad. And, uh, so I've not fished it since the spots have been in there. I, I did not go over and pre-fish it. So, uh, and, and, you know, and just before we were, were talking here tonight, as a matter of fact, I was looking on my phone at, at maps of Lake Norman, just trying to, trying to, uh, recall and remember and look and, and, and look at possibilities of things that might be going on over there. But, you know, a good thing, Pat, it looks like we're having an early spring. Mm. And uh, of course, uh, you know the only bad thing about an early spring is you usually have an early summer. <laughs> yeah, but gotcha. uh, it really, you know, the, the the extended weather forecast right now looks really warm, unseasonably warm for this time of the year. And I know here at Lock on Murray, you know, about the whole the whole lake sixty degrees already. So you know what that means. Yeah, you know, here it is in the February, and it's already sixty degrees in South Carolina, and them fish are going to be getting ready to spawn real quick. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Wow. All right. Mark, it's been a hoot having you on, man. Always a pleasure. And uh, be safe out there on that road, okay? I appreciate that, Pat. I look forward to doing it again sometime, oh, buddy. And uh, tell Miss Tilly hello for us, okay? I'll, I'll be sure to do it. Listen to, this. A- Listen to this, Mark. We've been doing this 15 years, man. Matthew 419. And he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Here's here's the kicker. Uh, The greatest catch that you and I can make is when someone gets hooked on the love of Jesus Christ. Camden, I love you, son. I'm coming home. That's great. Hey, this is Pat Rose from Set the Hook. The Barn Nursery, 1801 East 24th Street Place, I-24 at the 4th Avenue exit, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Store hours Monday to Sunday, 10 to 6. Visit the award-winning Barn Nursery, Chattanooga for all your flowers and plant needs. They have it all. In-season Christmas trees and decorations fresh and beautiful flowers coming in weekly. Come see an amazing selection and truly wonderful customer service. Tell them Pat Rose sent you. Hey folks, this is Boyd Duckett, owner of Duckett Fishing, the home of Micromagic, Macromagic, White Ice, and Ghost Series of Rods. The finest series of micro-guided fishing rods ever made on the planet. Our original Micromagic rods are the first line of production rods to utilize the latest in micro-guide technology. Ultra-light, yet durable rods that are perfectly balanced and super sensitive. Visit DuckettFishing.com or just call the office toll-free 888-603-0005. Hey, this is Pat Rose of Set the Hook. I'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the family, Jack's Bait and Tackle, located 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and it's less than three minutes from the Tennessee River Park and the Chickamauga Dam. 
Jax is known for its biggest and best live bait in Chattanooga. Custom made bait and tackle from right here in our hometown. Also, fresh frozen skipjack for the catfishermen. Name brand rod and reels. Come to Jack's Bait and Tackle 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Whether you're a tournament fisherman, weekend warrior, or occasional angler, VRXFishing.com has products that protect your gear and keep your rods from tangling. They are best known for the very popular Rod Glove Fishing Rod Sleeves, featuring tapered tips, 20 great colors, multiple size availability, and 100% made in North America. And now, VRXFishing.com offers more great glove products, including the Real Glove, the Bait Glove, Rod Glove Wraps, and the Rod Glove Saver. See VRXFishing.com for all your rod glove needs. That's VRXFishing.com. Hey, this is Pat Rose of Set to Hook. Want some good Mexican food? Visit my friends at Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the Square in Trenton, Georgia. Make the short drive from Chattanooga and surrounding areas and have some authentic Mexican food. Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the Square in Trenton, Georgia. Wired to Fish is the number one bass fishing website in the world. With over 300,000 hits a month on the Internet, Wired to Fish brings you more bass fishing info and reviews than any other website. Don't forget to enter their contest. It's simple to enter and fun to play. Visit Wired to Fish now at wiredtofish.com. That's wired, the number two, fish.com. The Real Deal Home Store, 315 North Main Street, Lafayette, Georgia. Great prices on collegiate merchandise such as personalized home decor to order. We make floral arrangements by hand and will make what your heart desires. Great prices on cemetery floral arrangements as well. We even have tools, tarps, tie-downs, and a big selection of hitches and accessories. The Real Deal Home Store, Lafayette, Georgia. Call 706-639-3310 or make the short trip to Lafayette, Georgia. <laughs> 